0: For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner.
2: Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll
1: adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to
2: BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
3: Hey, people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is, is Season 4, four of Better, Better Let, Let Me Time. Tell You.
1: Dude, it's the 4th of July this week, and next week, yeah, Home Depot's going to have Christmas stuff up.
3: Oh, ooh, th- th- closer to my birthday. Oh, yes. <laughs> are we recording? We are recording. Well, welcome to episode... I love that. The hand thing, you're trying to pull it out of me. 163.
1: 163. <laughs> I oh, You know it's so funny? That for like 140 episodes, you I was on so it. like on the ball.
3: You even knew the, the, the halves and the bonuses.
1: Yes. But now I'm like... <laughs> you could tell me it's episode 1500 and I'll be like wow it's been a while (laughs) that's what I'm gonna tell you next time I'm literally just
3: gonna be like it's episode 2006 we're never doing a rinse and repeat never
1: (laughs) never oh my god
3: excuse me welcome to pero let me tell you everybody I'm
1: so welcoming that I'm yawning you need a little cafe la llave I need a little cafe la llave um I'll pretend to be a coffee drinker <laughs> I uh, that's so that's something I've struggled with my entire life welcome everybody to but let me tell you episode 163 how I is everybody How is everybody happy Friday um happy long weekend yes. this is a,
3: Ooh, a, I think it's a no
1: memorial was the first yeah' um, something I've always struggled with the like, fact that I don't drink coffee
3: like you, like you can't no like you don't like it yeah, I in like, general
1: Mira I like the thought of coffee. Right. Especially like that coffee is something that you have.
3: It's Like like the social. Right.
1: That you could sit down in a coffee house and have a latte or whatever right, the hell right. you have. Okay. Um, and drink coffee and just right. be merry. Right. <laughs> but I don't drink coffee. I don't like any coffee. And the thing is, you know, the good thing about me is I don't discriminate. Excuse me. I don't like Cuban coffee. I don't like, you know, espresso. I don't like American coffee. I don't like any coffee.
3: That's true. That totally reminded me of this. And, and, and I think coffee smells good. Yeah, you you, you like everything about coffee except the actual drinking of it. Yes,
1: and. For those listeners who have been with us since the very beginning, if you recall, in our first season, that's right. we had the, the Colada boys with us. And I drank my... I, it was the first time I ever drank Cuban coffee. Yep. It Can was, you believe it was, that? That was the first time I had ever drunk Cuban... The the first and only. And
3: Yes, that's true.
1: That have ever drank Cuban coffee. That's true. When I was in law school... Mm-hmm. Um, that I would be in the library until, you know, I don't know, like five in the morning. <laughs> like, I would leave the library when people are like, waking up to go to...
3: <laughs> it's like, oh, so bright and early.
1: Yeah, and the, the library, yeah. um, you know, the snack bar eventually closed, right? Oh, well, yeah.
3: Yeah, by five o'clock, it's yeah. not there Yeah, But
1: it, they would leave out, like, those coffee things that you could, you know... Oh, like the thermoses. Yeah, the big, mm-hmm. huge thermoses. So, like... I don't know. Sometimes it'd be, like, two-something in the morning, three in the morning, and I still had some studying to do. And, you know, I couldn't get Red Bull or anything like that because I was in the library and it was so late. So I would just, like, get, like, a cup of black coffee, Uh and then I would... Like, um, sniff it? I would, um, you know, close my nose, like, hold my nose shut, and then i just
3: chug it. I mean, that's actually how I drink my coffee now. Black. Oh, my God. Like, oh. I've become a black coffee drinker. My biggest problem My old age. with
1: coffee is i don't like anything with an aftertaste just in general and okay in, in yeah in terms of food and beverage well that's why yeah you also don't like diet sodas for that no, reason yeah. i don't like anything with an aftertaste and especially cuban coffee from what i hear that's one of the things that people like of course that's the most like, delicious part. i'm like no 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 i i'm the, I'm the weird person that like still buys yellow listerine
3: you don't buy the minty one.
1: I have the minty one now because the last time that I went to buy it, I couldn't find the original. So I'm like, damn it! Pero I'll el, amali- el amarillo
3: sale al mismo rayo.
1: I Love it. I love it. Ugh. The yellow Listerine. Ugh. I'm gonna get you some Beverly. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't drink Cuban coffee, but I gargle yellow. <laughs> gargle Listerine. yellow
3: Listerine. There's just there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That's, no, and that's like not sometimes,
1: right. sometimes, like I remember a few years ago. I went when Ariana Grande came out with that cloud bullshit. I remember um, you, you
3: went and got the Ariana. You remember when I, went and I yeah, got it? Yeah. And
1: I stood in line at Starbucks because that day, like, I think everybody decided to go to Starbucks. And I'm like, do people generally, because I don't really do Starbucks runs. Starbucks? Well, yeah. run. and, why would sure. you? and I'm like, so do Starbucks people, like, do they generally wait 20, 30 minutes for a coffee? Like, which they don't. No. They don't. No. But I don't know what was happening that day.
3: <laughs> it was I, that unicorn drink. Though.
1: I remember when they gave it to me. <laughs> like... Oh, this is gross. It's like, but it was all sugar. It was like ninety percent a frothy cream, mm-hmm. and then the ten percent, um, like coffee. But to me, even like the little coffee that I had was just way too
3: much. Mm-hmm. It just looked like un potre. To but
1: me. but but then again, my favorite dessert in the world is like the you namisu. Know, which is it's coffee based? Yes, but you know when you put a chunk of mascarpone, you know, things things change. Yeah, things change. Things so change. yeah, everybody, yeah. I'm such a pathetic person. I don't drink any coffee. <laughs> I feel like coffee is like such a cool thing to do.
3: <laughs> I don't even think it's cool. I think it's just a norm now.
1: Like I when I when I see especially maybe not so much here in Miami but like up north these like really nice coffee oh, houses. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: I'm like oh yeah I'll go and have
1: like the you know stupid juice. Oh yeah, there was one in Queens that I really liked, yeah. the Red Pipe Cafe. I'll go ahead and have this overpriced scone because I'm not going to have anything else. scones are so dry. (laughs) Oh, my God, the British. (laughs) Tea and scones. (laughs) Like, the only thing that I sort of will have... And it, it, it does have coffee in it. It's mm. like a Frappuccino. But, but I again, like, that's not potre. But that's... I like the
3: caramel Frappuccino. Right. And then one day I saw the nutrition facts and I was like, oh never. my god!" No, 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 no. You never look at the nutrition facts of anything at a Starbucks.
1: Right. No. But even <laughs> the one at McDonald's is actually very tra- tasty, the caramel frapp, Oh, yeah? Yeah. But it has like, you know, I don't know, 500 calories because <laughs> yeah. it's like
3: pure sugar. It's... You might as well just look at something, you know, on the menu at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I remember. You remember, we used to go a lot to the cheesecake factory. We did used to go a lot. Then I remember, I I would kid around. I'm like, oh my god, can you imagine if they put the nutrition facts on the menu? And they did, and they did, and that, I mean, it, shrimp bistro it, pasta has like 2,000 calories. I mean, like right. one serving, it
3: hasn't changed anything. I'm still gonna order what I want to order. But oh, when know. I
1: go to the cheesecake factory I easily have like I don't know 10,000 calories. Easily 5000
3: cal- easily. The cheesecake alone is a good 1000. Y-
1: yeah. Easily, you yeah. Know, between me, you know what I, you know what my stable at the cheesecake factory is?
3: The pumpernickel bread with,
1: with the blue cheese. <laughs> yeah, uh, the blue cheese dressing. <laughs> dressing. It's funny cuz when I get there, I, so listeners, <laughs> I love blue cheese. I I make this
3: I'm just going to go ahead and say this. He is the reason that blue cheese is an option with your bread now yes it is it is. <laughs> it is
1: it is I I dare say there's nobody in this world that loves blue cheese as much as I do more than I do there may be people that like it as, as much, much yes, as yes, I do yes. but, but not, not more, more not more yes yes I would not agree because I'm sort of obsessed with blue cheese it's a little scary yeah like
3: I could have blue cheese anyway it's a little scary I'm surprised <laughs> except that. with my coffee except with coffee I don't know who wants blue cheese for coffee that's so gross <laughs> Delicious said no Listen,
1: one ever. I've I've been given as presents blocks of
3: blue cheese and blue cheese dressing. Wait. Let's move on from this conversation. I will say I love when you get as a gift, like, you know, a bottle of whiskey or something. Because it's just gonna go to me. Oh, it's my. Stay, it stays okay. here. Okay, it stays so, here, so, but it becomes my bottle whenever I come so over. So here's
1: a funny story. So um for some reason, a lot of people give, like, attorneys or, like, attorney's offices as a gift. They give them liquor.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's normal. Una
1: botella. Una botella, They yeah. even gave me a bottle of Blue Label one time. I know. And, you know, you know, a lot of you probably don't know this, but I don't drink. Right. I really don't drink. Um, and I love that, you know, you have all these people like, Doctor, mira, Le traigo una... <laughs> Oh whiskey i oh, I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much, and I'm like, listen, don't ruin it for me. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, don't ruin it for there me. There was a year, there was a year that um,
3: there was a great selection. Another here.
1: attorney's, another attorney's office that we work with, mm. they sent us this like barrel, like not barrel, this crate. I mean, wooden oh, okay. crate. They sent each they sent one you to of the us the crate, not the barrel. They sent, <laughs> they sent each one of us a crate. Of wine. Oh, it had nice. like six wines inside. And my freaking <clears throat> assistant took it. Like, she took it home. And I'm like, uh, I could have given that to people. Like you That was like six know. gifts that you could have like, given. Yeah, yeah, like, you don't know. But anyway, yeah, they give you all this liquor. And I'm like, eh. Don't ruin it for me. Yeah. You know, I've become very self-conscious about saying I don't drink. Really? Yeah, because usually when you say I don't drink, people think you had a drinking
3: problem. They want to see the chip on your on your keychain. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, how many months? <laughs>
1: Especially when you're a guy, you know, you say, "Oh, yeah, I don't really drink." Little, yeah, you know, people are like, well, "Why don't you drink?" And it's like, "Cause I don't drink." And it's like, well, "Did you have a drinking problem?" I'm like, "No." I'm like,
3: it's almost just easier to say yes, <laughs> because if you say yes, nobody's gonna follow right, up. Nobody's gonna follow up, they're right? Like, oh. Right. The minute that you say, "Like, I'd rather not talk about it," they're kind of, Oh, "Okay," and just let them assume and walk away. And that's another thing. You see, I don't drink coffee, and I don't drink. <laughs> you're like that Adam Ant song, right?
1: No, that's another thing. I was like, I wish I could at least be a social drinker, right? You know, because there's a certain cachet to it. Right. Like if you're out for
3: happy hour. But I really right.
1: don't. But as you saw in New York, I could
3: hold my liquor like an Irishman. It's true. I'm pretty sure you're not. Maybe maybe that's why you don't like. No, because the Irish like coffee too. Never mind. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bueno. Let's move on to uh, other uh, other subjects. Uh, so...
3: Um, can we talk about the uh, the elephant in the room? they freed the wrong B person. What? Well, I mean, we're all talking about free Britney, but instead they freed Bill Cosby. Oh, my. <laughs> I was like, what?
1: Yes. Biste
3: eso. Yes. 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 Um, that you... was... I, well, I actually... You'd be very proud of me. I kind of explained it to Jose yesterday. Really? Yes. Really? I'm sure I got it kind of wrong, but I think the gist of it I got correct. Right. So... <sighs> As many of you probably out there may know, Bill
1: Cosby this week was released. Um, he had served about three years.
3: Mm, he was sentenced to three to ten. And I think he served two because he went right. to
1: jail twenty. Well, yeah,
3: no, yeah, two, two to so, three years. Yeah.
1: Um, and he had his conviction overturned on a technicality, and a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, so this is a really hard thing to talk about because, okay. Coming from a legal perspective and study somebody mm-hmm. who studied the law, right? Um, you want, you you get it. It's not only that I get it, but the thing. I don't know if, if this is exclusive to people that studied law, mm-hmm. but the thing is that when you approach the law, you have to approach it rationally and, and you have to take your feelings right. out of it and right. the greater purpose or the greater, you know, the application to the everyone, mm-hmm. exactly right. out of it. Right. And Bill Cosby, and we've talked about it here on the show yes, in previous episodes. You know, I, I think that with this whole Me Too movement and all like the different men that have come out with these shady pasts, I, I, I think that Bill Cosby for me was the one that hurt yeah. the most. Yeah. Because Harvey Weinstein, I didn't
3: care about. But Kelly, Bill Cosby was
1: such a big part of our lives growing up. Like the Cosby show and was a positive. Such, exactly. He had such a clean cut image. And, yeah. um, it, it, it was one that it, it, I felt that I really need to reconcile, like yeah. who he was, like his legacy in terms of his show, right. and who he was. Like
3: it's it's complicated it, for us. It, it's
1: complicated, yeah, because you know the Cosby Show was a huge part of our lives growing up, and and not only the Cosby Show, just Bill Cosby was a very Famous and very Jello. lovable person, you know, the
3: whole Jello thing, you and, know,
1: and he gave you all good feelings and yeah. vibes. And little did we know that, mm-hmm. you know, and and I, and I and I I have to say when when a f- the first couple of women came mm-hmm. out, I was kind of in denial about. It. I'm like, no, 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 they can't be. It was the '70s, Doctor Huxtable, right, You know, right. um, but then when it's like, wait, three, four, 20. five, six, 30. wait, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Like, yeah. uh, there's it, something... It, where there's smoke, there's fire. So, basically, what happened was, he was convicted uh, in 2018 over a, um
3: incident that happened in 20, 2004. And this was the last... The, the only possible opportunity they had because of a statute this, of limitations. Right, yeah. Look at you, counsel. Um, mm-hmm. Over
1: an incident that happened with... You know
3: about my SVU degree? Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, with a woman who said that he... Um, uh, abused her and um, and yes you're right it was the only case that they could go after in terms of the statute of limitations because in other cases it had already expired so they th- you know they tried him and he was convicted the problem is that he was also being sued civilly on a similar matter now prior prior to this now conviction just to have a you know law 101 <laughs> You can be sued civilly or criminally. Which is civilly, why O.J. was civilly, found guilty
3: and not guilty. Right.
1: Civilly is when two, one person sues another person. Criminally is when it's a criminal charge being the state or if it's capital, you know, it could be the United States. Right. Um,
3: right. Yeah, civil. Civil is like if you go to Caso Cerrado. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, 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 the Doctor Ana maria polo will have a thing to say in a civil case so um he was being tried he he was in a civil case that they had previously sued him on he had given certain testimony and the prosecutor in that not prosecutor but and the attorney in that case Told him mm-hmm. that if he testified, this is in the if civil case. Deposed, if right? he was deposed, if he was testified, he they will not bring charges. criminal charges. Criminal charges against him. So what happened was that Bill Cosby went ahead and, and testified, and he said, you know, he, he gave a commanding statement. He did admit he did admit to having used uh, what is it, Quaaludes? Yeah. So in other words, he drugged up women to take advantage of them. He did admit to that on the record. So what happened was that sometime later, when that attorney that told him, hey, you could testify in the civil case Mm -hmm. that we promised we're not going to bring charges up against you... When he left the prosecutor's office and a new team of prosecutors came in, they had this deposition where Bill Cosby had admitted Admitted to to all this stuff in a civil case. So then they brought a criminal case against him. Now, here is the part that may piss off people with what I'm about to say. This is the law part. In terms of saving the sanctity of the the criminal Mm -hmm. justice system. (laughs) Such as it is. Uh, you have to, you, you can't do what was done in this case because people have the right, they have a Fifth Amendment right, right. Uh, against self-incrimination. right. So that's why many times when you see somebody who is being tried criminally, they don't they take the, the stand. They plead the Fifth or they just don't take the stand altogether. Right, you have a fifth amendment right not to incriminate yourself, and the problem in this case, procedurally, we're talking about procedure, just letter and law. of the law. Mm-hmm. Take away your emotions from it, take away mm-hmm. what it means, just mm-hmm. the letter of the law and the procedure of the law. You have due process rights, and the problem is that if, in fact, what happened in this case, which did happen, yeah. that a prosecutor t- tells you, Hey, go ahead and, and and testify that you know we 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 are not going to bring charges right. up against you they are violating your due process and right. that is a really big no-no no matter who you are no matter right. how despicable the crime is no matter how terrible it is that's a really big no-no because as i always say in order for the, for justice to sir to to um, mm-hmm. work it has to work for everybody right. even the guilty right, right? Mm-hmm. and Yes, it it pains me to say that Bill Cosby is a pervert and should definitely either be in jail or or pay for what he did somehow. Right, right. Um, But the problem is that these technicalities yes, Bill Cosby's rich and powerful, but when this starts affecting, I mean, can you imagine if you are a lay Yeah. A Joe Schmo, you know, maybe you can't afford the best attorney. Maybe right. you can't afford an attorney at all, you know, and, and something like this happens to you that you're testifying in a civil case and they, then they use it against you. They, they, they're using your own words. In after your telling you, after they 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 telling not. you they wouldn't. Right. Against you. Right. So that is a violation of your due process. And it is a violation of the fifth amendment right to, um, your right, uh,
3: self-incrimination why was that not tossed out to begin with in terms of evidence because obviously when when the when the prosecution has to mount a case they have to present all evidence to the defense right and the defense at that point has the opportunity to go and and well and, I, I, that's a good and, question and, and say look this is fruit of the poison tree or right. whatever that, that's a good you know. question
1: Um, Wow, you have been watching a lot of SVU because that fruit of the poisonous tree, that's a strict, like, law school, like, (laughs) you know that we're going to talk about fee simple, you know, with the possibility of reverter. Um, um, man, if you're listening and you know what that
3: means. I don't know what that means. Yeah, so. that's, that's a property law. Um, oh, that's not on SVU. Nobody are, no, nobody bothers with property on SVU. Do it,
1: In SVU, do they do a lot of issues with standing? Like you have standing to rent a case or you don't? Yes. They do. Yes, because standing is such a like big one. Yeah. In, uh, in especially in criminal law, but anyway, um, uh, that's a that's a good question. I don't know if during the the mm-hmm. original trial. Right. Um, Bill Cosby's defense attorneys did some type of motion to strike right. that. Right, um, strike that. That's, that, that, that that's, yeah. that's actually a very good question, as I said. Um, maybe because it, this is
3: not even a backroom deal. This is something that I think the, the original DA even had a press conference. So right. there's public yeah, yeah, record yeah, yeah, of yeah, this yeah. being No, 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 there's no
1: doubt There's no that doubt they that they entered it said, into So this. it's not even a he said, um, he said. I, I don't know. Maybe they did procedurally in, 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 in the first mm-hmm. trial. Uh, but the point is that whether they did or they didn't uh, – here Clearly, they allowed the evidence in. Right. So they let his testimony from the civil trial in. So, um, so that's why on appeals, they went ahead and, and did it. So, you know, it's one of these things that, like, sometimes the bad guys get away. And, but it, it this is a hard thing to talk about because, again, the procedure and the letter of the law, I, I hate to say it. I think it's the correct thing.
3: Well, there has to, you can't just have people go willy nilly and be like, "I'm not going to charge you," and then ha ha, tricked you. Right. Like, who, right. who wins? Because I case? always
1: think about, you know, the rich and powerful. Are the rich and powerful. Let's remove They're it, always yeah. going to be, but I always think, how does this? How does this precedent right. affect Joe Schmo? Right, who because can't if, afford a defense lawyer? Because if you have prosecutors telling you one thing in your face and doing something else behind your back, that's a big problem. Right. Because you're talking about your due process, which is one of the most elemental parts of your, your rights as a yeah. person, you know, in the Constitution. So, so yeah. So, yeah, that, that was a big one. But, um, so I wanted to talk about um, also huh, another pretty awful subject. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really, at least here in South Florida, in the last week or so it's just been so difficult with the whole thing with the building collapse collapse. i mean it's one of these things that the moment i feel that in my personal in my day or in my personal life that for Mm -hmm. some reason i crack a smile over something Mm -hmm. i then revert to like thinking about that what the, the tragedy that this is in just so many levels yeah and um I was Talking to somebody earlier, uh, this week regarding you know that whole situation, and I heard someone say that, um, oh, you know, when all this is over, um, people are gonna get so much money out of this, and you know, especially like the people who lost who were displaced, who were just yeah. dis- the people, you know, the, the part of the tower that did collapse, right? Like, but the they people just c- lost lived their apartment, there, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, this is so like this is so like garbage people talk that it has no validity. <laughs> um, you know, la mierda que la gente habla. Sí, sí, like, no, yeah, you know, if you're dead, you're dead. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. Say, say yeah. that to the people who lost their families. Right. Or to the dead people, yeah. Um but actually that's not gonna be probably what happens. This this is gonna be well, this is a horrible tragedy and yeah. It's going to be an even probably bigger tragedy um, in terms of the financial and and lawsuit aspect. So here's the problem. I'm going by what we know on the news.
3: Right. Which could change literally by the time we're done.
1: Up to now, it's Mm. been a week. Yeah, it's Um, been officially, yeah. Up to now, it appears, Mm -hmm. again, maybe tomorrow, it's a different story. But it appears that the building may have collapsed uh, due to improper maintenance. Okay. Right? Um, More and more, there's documents that are coming out, minutes from meetings, uh, engineering reports, so on and so forth, that the building um, was unsafe, that the building needed all this work, that there were chunks of concrete falling and you know rebar that was exposed because the problem is that rebar when it's exposed it becomes brittle especially if it's near the sea ocean shutter, yeah. um as they were and um so all these things are coming out mm-hmm. right and there's even i, I think there are some emails that came out that apparently the the board the homeowners association board as recently as like april was trying to like Put um, a special assessment on mm-hmm. the residents.
3: Okay.
1: But the residents didn't want like who knows what really happened yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. But it but it seems that regardless mm-hmm. how it happened. It was a maintenance issue. It, it was a maintenance issue. You know, whether or right tra- not they were trying to do something about it or not, it, it appears as of right now that it was a maintenance issue.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The problem with that is that if it's a maintenance issue where the building was on notice of the deficiencies and the defects and the consequences, and it's been like two and a half, three years because that report, that famous report so 2018. it's twenty eighteen. 2018. So it's been well over two, two and a half right, years right, right. since they did that report. If the building they knew about this, they are on notice of the condition of the building, they, they being the building. And if they were on notice, they were on notice of that dangerous condition and they did nothing about it. Mm-hmm. That is probably enough for the insurance company to void their policy and deny a claim. Wow. Wow. So I mean, there's still a lot to be seen. You know, we we don't know, like mm-hmm. because uh, you have all these engineers like giving all these opinions, and I'm like, I did a little bit of construction. They first, lit- I
3: think, first they need to just finish. Yeah, I did a the, I, the I did I did a or... little
1: bit of construction litigation back in the day, and construction litigation is very <clears throat> very complicated because there's just you know in a, in a, in a construction or in in. in a a, anything having to do with like a building there's just so many people there's like the engineer and the the, that's true it's like the architect the engineer the you know contractor the subcontractors Mm -hmm. the there's just so you know the inspector there's so many people that go around a building or a structure but that is enough probably to void an insurance policy um, or to deny a claim, and if the insurance company of the HOA or the insurance company of that building mm-hmm. denies or voids that policy, wow! Because there's 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 three types of claims potentially mm-hmm. just off the bat. They could file there. They could file, obviously, for the people that passed away, their estates and, Mm -hmm. you know, their family members could file a wrongful death action Mm -hmm. for the people who died. The people who survived or whose apartments didn't collapse probably could file some type of claim of negligent infliction of emotional distress, Mm -hmm. right? And then, aside from that, there's actually the property damage claims. Right, right because all these people lost their
3: homes. Well, I think there was talk that they're going to have to like demolish yeah, the rest they, of the building. Yeah. They all
1: lost their homes. So, right? Their yeah. homes and their their property their, their possessions, yeah. You know their their possessions as you said. So, you're talking here about hundreds of millions of dollars. Like this is not this is, this is not a $20,000 claim.
3: Do you think, I mean, and again, insurance companies <laughs>
1: Do I think the insurance company will be
3: given the attention no. given the no. attention of this they no. you don't think that they will no. void no you think they'll pay it out and call it a day or uh, no Oh, you should, don't think they'll pay it out? Oh, okay, okay. Do, what, what is your
1: question? Is do I think an insurance company, out of their kindness of their heart, None of the kindness being that this is such a tragedy, right? Being yeah. it's such a yeah. tragedy, the whole world is happening and it's compelled everybody, and you know, they found two little dead children yesterday, that the insurance company would take the high road and do right. the moral and just and go ahead and pay it out and pay it out? Of course not. <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> okay, answers that question.
1: Thanks. <laughs> of course not. Listen, I had any loophole they can find, they're gonna. Pay. I had this was. When I worked in big law, Mm -hmm. I I may have told you about this story, but listeners, now you're going to hear it. When I worked big law, I had a case where I defended an insurance company, okay? And the facts of this case were that there was someone Mm -hmm. who was mentally ill. Okay. And this person had even been institutionalized. Okay, so track okay. record, documentation. Institutionalized documentation. Okay. Right. This person doused themselves on, in gas and set themselves on fire Jeez. in their house. In front of their spouse, their child, and their father. Jiminy. And the house burned to the ground. Right? And... It was this horrible thing. So this person obviously committed suicide. Mm-hmm. It was this horrible thing that then, like, it was one of these things that then, like, the widows, the widowed spouse, lost their job, and like the kid, they ended up in like inefficiency. Like they lost everything, mm-hmm. and the poor kid saw, you yeah, know, this happened, their yeah. parent burning, and like the. The person who committed suicide, like their father, was also there. You know, it was just as awful as you can imagine. Right? The insurance company denied their so they obviously filed a property damage claim to the house, the house for the house and its contents and all that stuff. The insurance company denied the claim because they said it was an intentional fire.
3: Wow, I mean,
1: but stuff like that happens all the time, like. That's why, that's why I think it's cute that you <laughs> just might think that, you know, that I, I, I still hold out some type of hope that there's positivity. No. 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 I quickly, when I worked big law, I quickly realized I was on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, defending a corporation? Like, how did I get here? <laughs> I mean, I know we all got to take a job, but you know, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, on the wrong side. We all got to
3: take jobs we can live with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, but you know what? Like there, there's some jobs that you can do. Um...
3: Everybody's different. Everybody. Yeah. No, there,
1: there's some jobs that look, there's so much insurance fraud, especially here in <laughs> yeah. Florida, left and right. I mean, what am I, what of my personal? Again, when I defended insurance companies, one of my personal favorites was like when people would be like, oh, um, I was walking around with a hammer. As one does. As one does, yes. And in my house, and in the middle of the living room, the hammer fell and it broke the tile. So now, I have to have my entire house retiled because the tile that it broke,
3: they no longer make.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's, uh, that's a special kind of person.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, but that was
3: like all the time.
1: All the time. And then, you know... Then there's the classic, you know, people that would set their kitchens on fire. Oh, yeah. So
3: the
1: but they know that right away. Like, right away. They can like, tell. Like, they can course. tell. Right away. <laughs> like, it's like, you use an accelerant. <laughs>
3: like, Damn it, they're room. on to me.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, no. The, the, this this situation with the whole condo collapse, and, 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 in terms of the legal mm-hmm. yeah, ramifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the legal ramifications in terms of the lawsuits that are going to be filed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible and it's going to take years. Because oh, yeah. then the other uh, option if the insurance company doesn't pay out is to sue the HOA board. Um, but no HOA board has that type of money. Yeah, really. Because you're talking about millions upon millions upon millions yeah, yeah. upon millions, yeah, upon millions yeah. of luck. dollars. Yeah. No HOA has that amount of money and um, you know they'll fall for bankruptcy. So it's just a terrible, terrible, Shit, all terrible situation all around. Um, I just, I mean, look, it's been a week and I, I, I always try to be hopeful, you know, miracles can happen, but
3: the longer time passes, it,
1: it, the longer time passes and just the agony that the, you know, these families are going through because I'll yeah. oh, be that they that it's one of those things that like, uh, uh, you're always going to have at least a little, 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 glimmer of hope. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, that tragedy has like really affected me and it's affected so many people because it's one of these like freak situations. that it's It like, could literally
3: happen to anybody. It's like if you're not safe in your home, like where, where are you are safe? You safe? Yeah. At two in the morning. Yeah. Where are you safe? Yeah. So it's like, wow. Wow. Well.
1: Anyway. Well, wow. Well Can we talk about something like light and fun and like Well, well, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. We
3: have our pop up this week. That's right. We do. Well, it's today if you're listening to us on Friday. Yes. Our pop up is today. July second. If you're listening to us, we're gonna be at Union Beer. Come on out, start the fire start the Fourth of July long weekend with a bang with us. Yes. That sounds quick inappropriate.
1: How many years is the US turning?
2: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. Wait, seventeen
3: seventy-six. Two hundred forty-five. I don't do math. You don't have to do math. You should know that our country is two hundred forty-five years old. Why would I know
1: that? Because you're an American.
3: I, I. It's like I know when people's birthdays are. I don't know their ages all the time. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? That was Thomas Jefferson. Yes. But he did, he wrote it with somebody else. No,
1: no, just him by himself. No, we we're we we're thinking about it as a Constitution. Oh, okay, okay. The Constitution was written by several people. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen the really? the founding documents at the uh, archives? I don't think in so. Washington. I have to tell you that when you go into the National Archives, you see it's you see the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh. It, it's you are taken aback.
3: It's impresionante. Yeah, because it's like. Oh my it's God. It's the start it's, of it all. It's the Constitution. I'm, I'm glad that somebody had the foresight to save that back then. To save it? Well, yeah, because it, I mean, they could have very easily just been like, oh, just put it in the corner over there and, like, you know, it caught fire or something, you know? like
1: Along with everything else in the White House? Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? Like, it very easily could have been lost to time if you really stop and Do think you... about it
1: and i guess this is something you know i mean if we could talk to our listeners i would love to know do you like american history like honestly do you like like do you like it
3: like do i enjoy like l- reading
1: about it studying it
3: i find it interesting i don't necessarily think that i seek it out but i am interested in learning about it like, if, if somebody starts to tell me, like, oh, this happened, and da-da-da, I don't just, like, whatever. Like, I, I genuinely find it so interesting. So, I've always,
1: always, well, you know, I love all history in general, but I've always loved American history. And when I was a kid, um, I memorized, like, all the presidents, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And even now as an adult, I love, love, love presidential history. And my favorite presidents are, like, the bad ones, you know why? Because you know, who cares? Like, like
3: the good ones are boring.
1: It's like, oh my gosh, yes, FDR, the New Plan, oh. Like, the New Deal. I mean,
3: fireside chats. We got it. It's like,
1: oh my gosh, yes, Abraham. Like all these, yes, we know they're great. They're great, but like, let's talk about Warden B. Harding. <laughs> let's talk about Millard Fillmore. I was let's thinking about. Let's talk about Martin Van Buren. Let's talk
3: about James Polk. Like. Wait, why was James Polk bad? I feel like I know this.
1: James, well, James Polk came into like a little bit of, you know, notorious because I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years ago, they exhumed his body because they thought he had been poisoned. So they wanted to put that matter to rest once and for all. Oh. Yeah.
3: Okay, well, go on.
1: But Let's I see. like, I love that. Like, I love like these presidents that just were just a disaster um, because it's it's so interesting. Like, they were presidents of the they were presidents of the United States. And if you think about it, we haven't had that many presidents. Forty six. Forty six. Well, really forty-five. Oh, that's true. We had one twice. Which was?
3: Oh God, wait. I know this and I forgot it. Wait. I'm going to guess it was Grover Cleveland. Yes,
1: sir. You got it. <laughs> Grover Cleveland. President twice, non, non- non-consecutive. non-consecutive. So he's counted twice. Right. Um, so really, we've had 46 presidencies, but 45 presidents. Um, like, I love it. I love it. Like, Warden, you know, be Harding, like,
3: <laughs> what was he about? What was bad about him?
1: Well, the thing before when, we get into with, our interview with Warden G. Harding was that at the time, because
3: you made a face, that's why I at I'm the asking. time
1: that he was president, uh-huh. he was actually extremely popular and he died in office. Um, he was extremely popular and he had a huge approval rating. But after that, he died. <laughs> he, there was this whole thing called the teapot scandal, the t Dome scandal, which was like a real estate scandal that happened that opened up Pandora's box in terms of the corruption that he was part of.
3: Oh, he was part of Whitewater. <laughs>
1: no, well,
3: <laughs> uh, for the time,
1: yes, okay. Um, and he's he's actually considered like the worst president. Really? Yeah, he's considered the worst. Oh, wow. And Millard Fillmore is pretty low.
3: I, I don't even remember he exists. So,
1: if you want to have a cheat sheet okay. in terms of bad presidents, they're all the pre- they are usually all the presidents after Abraham Lincoln was shot was was killed so mm-hmm. Andrew Johnson mm-hmm. all the way to Theodore Roosevelt though all those presidents were terrible because they were reconstruction presidents so the reconstruction era of the United States is like the most complicated mm-hmm. t- time of history mm-hmm. and um it's it's very it's very yeah it's very complicated and it's it's you really have to read it and know about it and kind of in the context of what was happening because it was a reconstruction era. And then the problem was that there were a lot of backroom deals that were going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, the North had won, yes, the civil war, but then the South still had a lot of economic Mm -hmm. power in terms of, you know, it was where there were crops. Right. right. So there were that, that's why like Jim Crow came around. Mm -hmm. Right? Jim Crow was didn't pop up after the civil war ending mm-hmm. for nothing. Right, it right. came up because the South, like a lot of black um, sure, um no, a lot of black Americans mm. started getting power. They started having right, power right. in businesses and being elected to Congress. And
3: the South was not about to have that.
1: And the South was not about to have that. So <clears> they <throat> they used their leverage. <clears throat> To be like wait wait no so um and, and all ever, the presidents were very weak and they allowed things like Jim Crow and things like that to flourish and they were terrible for the economy and and it, and it's funny because one of the presidents that is on that era of the Reconstruction of the U.S. is Ulysses S. Grant, which oh. we know him so much as this like great you know general right, right. of the Union, but he was terrible as a president. Oh. Um, so it, it's a very complicated time, um, the reconstruction of the U.S. So, yeah, that's your cheat sheet. It's like After Andrew Johnson through, you know, Teddy. The, yeah. Teddy was like the one that was like, the buck stops here. <laughs> like, that's true. The, Theodore Roosevelt is one, of, I think, whether you love him or hate him, is one of the most fascinating figures in American history. I would agree. He really, really is. Because I what I've always... Enjoyed about Theodore Roosevelt. I'm totally geeking out because this is like totally my alley. What I've always enjoyed about him this is the learn section. No, clearly is, um, you know, like the duality of who he was. Like he was a hunter, but he also was a conservationist. Like the reason we have had federal parks is because of Teddy Roosevelt. Um, He was also one, I believe he was the first president to invite um, somebody black officially, Mm, like a black person, to the White House. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, he, he was, whether you like him or hate him, interesting character. So, yes, I know we got to go.
3: No, my old age is creeping up. Like, oh. I'm like hunched over.
1: Sorry, buddy. Study the reconstruction of the U.S.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I, I was like, it's like, oh, that
1: Yeah. Old age is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Van Buren. <laughs>
3: Martin Van William M- Henry Harrison. That's a president? Yes. Well, actually... I don't think I've ever heard of him before today. (laughs) Okay, what did William William Harry Houdini... What was his name? What? What was his name? William what? You should know William Henry Harrison.
1: Why? Because William Henry Harrison has the shortest presidency in American history. Oh, that's the one who died... uh So William Henry Harrison...
3: Who got the Or pneumonia? so the
1: story goes. Okay. Or so the story goes. William Henry Harrison gave the longest inaugural speech in American history. It went on for like two and a half hours. Jesus Christ. And it was in DC, in the cold and in the rain. Not so, a William great combo. Henry Harrison caught pneumonia. And died 32 years into his presidency. 32 days. 32 days. (laughs) Years. Uh, 32 days. In fact, I think that he kind of fell ill. I don't know. I think it was like a week or 10 days after he was inaugurated. And then he was unconscious for the rest of like the 25 days. No, the consumption. (laughs) Yes. It's like I think about like this poor man went through like the campaign. The election. Tanto, trabajo. tanto trabajo to be elected president. Back and then. Back yes. I mean he had to get on a horse and buggy and travel around the oh. country, you know, to like campaign. And like <laughs> he died in 32 days. William Henry Harrison. It just goes to show don't try it. But <laughs> now all of our listeners know who William Henry Harrison that,
3: is. There you go. See, I don't know him by name. I just know that we have that that's that president who died like after giving this long speech. Calvin Coolidge? No, yes, maybe. I know that name. Okay, but I don't I don't know. Like, I, I couldn't tell you anything about him. <laughs> Can we talk about vice
1: presidents? Oh, yeah. For some reason, my favorite vice president is Spiro Agnew. Me too.
3: <laughs> it's, a, Agnew. it's such a fun name to say. Like, he should be a Hanna-Barbera character. Was, was, uh, uh, Nixon's. Uh, yes. Nixon's VP. First term. Yeah. So, Spiro Agnew. Yeah. That sounds like a like a like a bird that's on the verge of extinction. <laughs> the the Sparrow agnew. Yes. Oh my god, save the Sparrow agnew. It's functionally uh
1: it's functionally extinct only only available in zoos. Only like available only available in zoos for a limited time. Hey, <laughs> do you have any of your little wax things from the zoo? I do not. Neither do I, but I'm. I'm, The last time I went to like twelve dollars. The last time I went to the Metro Zoo, which is not called the Metro Zoo anymore, it's It's... Zoo Miami. Um, Why do I change the name of these things? Like why? (laughs) Like, like, does somebody wake up one day and be like, you know what? Everybody calls it the Metro Zoo. It's known as the Metro Zoo, but we're gonna fuck with people and change the name. (laughs) Yeah, the Day County Youth Fair. You know what? No, we want to change our brand, so it's gonna be called the Fair. You know, like,
3: why do they change any of these things? Like, things evolve. You know, you gotta get with the times.
1: I mean, clearly, <laughs> you
3: gotta be modern, <laughs> hip, happening. It's like,
1: do you think people are not gonna call it Metro Zoo? Like,
3: well, I mean, children now
1: won't. Whatever,
3: they have no, you know, context.
1: I every now and then still slip out again. Every now and then, a Burdines.
3: Oh my god, all the time. I'm wearing Burdines. Did you go to berdine's I like, guess I'm time traveling. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to hop in my DeLorean don't and go to Brown. That's Jay Byron. It sounded stupid in Spanish because it didn't rhyme. Jay Byron's had so many
1: names. Like we, we talk about. Okay. <laughs> Jackson Byron. Was, it, no, what I remember that as a kid, as a kid, my parents used to say Jackson Byron. Right, right. right. But I don't remember it being Jackson Byron. That <laughs> I was too small. But I'm assuming that's what it started as. Right, it did. Then it, it did. became J. Byron. Then it, uh, in the 80s, like when we were kids, yeah. it was J. Byron's. Like Jay right. Byron's was just shit. Yeah. Right? You, that was, yeah, yeah. That's where I would go buy my birthday party clothes.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. La ropa buena. La ropa mejor.
1: Or like your picture day clothes.
3: Yes. Right? Then it became Byron's. Right. And then it became Upton's. Oh, that's right. I heard yes. of Upton's. <laughs> what a stupid name. Yes. Yes.
1: Well, really, it was Upton's because then what happened was that J. Byron's got bought by the Hudson Corporation, which was of Hudson's, which is a Midwest department store. And then similar to Uptint, what happened with Macy's. Upton's was like uh, um, whatever other mm-hmm. store they had. What Long story. Resumidas they are not around anymore. <laughs> yes. And there became Ames. That I remember. Yes. 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 But yeah, I remember my parents used to say Jackson Byron. And I'm like, because I, I, I don't remember it being called Jackson Byron's, but but I remember them my parents calling it. So at some so, point, it at must have been. It was. Right, right, it was. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, Just like, do you remember like your parents talking about a Jefferson's department store? No. Yeah, no, Jefferson's that, no, Jefferson, I don't remember. A mall in Americas when it was Midway Mall's? Midway
3: Mall? Mid, my mom still calls it Midway
1: Mall. At Midway Mall?
3: At Midway Mall. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, it hasn't been Midway Mall in like 40 years.
1: Probably since like 87, 88. Because I went to the grand opening of Mall of the Americas. You know why? <laughs> Do you know why I went to the grand opening of Mall of the Americas? Because of decoy. Okay, listeners, you will totally love this. If you're of a certain age, you will love this. Right. My mom in the late 80s, early 90s was really into silk plants. <laughs> silk plants see si, chico oh okay, you know i just wanted to make sure i understood you Silk, silk plants. Okay, yeah. yeah. C- mat- mat- yeah, yeah right. mat- well i mean wasn't your mom your mom had to have been your mom...
3: sure. well no because you know my parents have
1: green thumbs no but again the 80s it was in like in the late 80s it was in even if you have my mom has a green thumb too maybe they, maybe we did i don't remember i yeah. genuinely don't recall and it in <laughs> when it became mall of the americas they opened up a silk 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 which was this huge? Wait, it, yeah, this my remi- this rings a bell. Yes, it was by the movie theater. It yes. was this huge store, like it was like a nursery. It lo- yes, but a nursery. fake. But bus. everything was fake. Yes, yes, yes. Uh,
3: yes. And oh, I remember. Wow. Una malanga
1: <laughs> inmensa, right? And I she, had
3: not thought about this. And she put it years. next
1: to her muñeca de cara. Did your mom have that? La muñeca descarada. De, I don't think my mother had. De, had
3: De, de Dominicana. Yeah,
1: I don't think my mother had one, but my tías did. Yeah, oh my gosh! Speaking of República Dominicana, the other day I'm just gonna throw her under the bus. It was my mother. Oh, <laughs> the other day my mom committed like the biggest sin that pisses me off when Cuba, well Cubans or anybody, refers to the República Dominicana Santo Domingo.
3: Oh, okay, she's refers to it as Santo Domingo,
1: right? Because. Right. Like, if somebody, and we're going to say Cubans because, you know, these are the yeah. people around us. If they go to Punta Cana, they'll be like, voy a Santo Domingo. And it's like, no, you're no, not. you're going to Punta Cana. You're going you're, to Punta Cana. You're
3: literally going to Punta and Cana. And
1: then that's what I had to explain to my mom. I'm like, Santo Domingo is la capital de la República Dominicana. <laughs> Just like como La Habana es de Cuba,
3: right. es Santo right.
1: Domingo. República Dominicana She said I know you pensaba
3: Que todo era Santo Domingo And I'm like Oh my god like, But wait Then what did she think República Dominicana was
1: I don't know <laughs> I don't know What she thought that was <laughs> That's a very good question <laughs> this begs The bigger question right. But you've heard People say Like they're no, going no, to no, Freaking Cuba wo- go- Santo Domingo, Domingo. Go- a Santo Domingo Or yeah, yeah, they yeah. came back From Putacana And they're like, eh, was Santo Domingo. I'm like No you weren't You were in Putacana No <laughs> That's like if somebody comes to the United States and they go to Baltimore and they're like, I went to New York. <laughs> I was in New York.
3: I don't think it's exactly the same, but... Okay, I Santo get, Domingo is not the same as Punta Cana. But I get the train of thought. I get the train of thought. It's like, no, I don't because Santo Domingo... Oh, you were saying, okay, Punta Cana versus Santo Domingo. I you meant Santo Domingo versus saying DR. Sorry. No, but no, no, but that. But what?
1: I, okay, what? What is so? It's upsetting, but sort of hilarious. Is that not only do they think that the country is called Santo Domingo, Domingo. right? But that every place is called Santo Domingo. Domingo because let's say that for shits and giggles, you really think the country is called Santo Domingo. Domingo fine. but you went to Punta Cana, so it's like, okay, I went to Punta Cana in Santo Domingo. But no, they go to Punta Cana and they start talking to you about all the lobster they ate in Santo Domingo. And I'm like, no, get it right. It bothers me, but I find it hilarious at the same time. And this only happens with with the Dominican with the Republic. Republic. It doesn't happen with anything
3: else. Yeah, they never say like, fui a San Juan.
1: Right. They'll be like, fui a Puerto or, or, Rico. or they'll fui tell a... you, you,
3: know, they'll tell you about all the cities of Venezuela. Right. You right, know? right. Right.
1: But right. freaking the Dominican Republic, Santo Domingo is which DR, which is a Caribbean nation, That's just it. like you are. That is right there. You know. Mas cerca It's like no, no, no. See, sí. yo fui a Punta Cana, pero no, no, yo fui a Santo Domingo. And it's like you don't even to fly into Santo Domingo. <laughs> Wait, where do you fly into? Punta Cana.
3: Oh. You don't think that Punta Cana has its own airport? No, no, no. no sorry. I've been to Punta Cana Airport. I right. thought you meant that Santo Domingo doesn't have an airport. That's of why I, it has an airport. No, that, that's why I was like, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> and I'm sure that when they fly into, you know, Punta Cana International Airport, they think they're flying into Santo Domingo.
3: <laughs> I can't process all of this right now. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I <is> know exactly <laughs> what you're
1: saying. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Santo Domingo. It's like, no. It's not. Ay. And every time they come back from Budagana they talk to you about how much they ate. Well, because it's a little impressive. No, I know. But it's like, Putacana is so beautiful. There's so many things to do there and oh, they see don't, there. Right, they don't tell you about the right. activities on the beach. Or, right. Or, it's like, no. Hey, no, me, no me me la estaba ahí en la playa y me traían las And I'm like, okay, Jabba the heart, Like... <laughs> Mind you,
3: you could do that anywhere, but it's like... Not for that price. Well, that's true. (laughs) Not for that price, I guarantee you.
1: That's true.
3: (laughs) Oh, well, I'm thirsty. Well, before we quench your thirst, okay?
1: did you hear who's leaving the view?
3: Oh, yes, Ms. McCain. Yeah. Who do you think's going to replace her?
1: I have no idea. I'm upset about Megan leaving the view.
3: Are you really? Is it because she's going back to her home planet, Naboo? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love when they call her the Princess of Arizona. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I, I like her. I think that she, she can come across a little entitled sometimes and a little spoiled, but I do think that she is a reasonable voice mm-hmm. of you know the right and right, of conservatives right. and and I think that yeah, again, yeah, she's a very reasonable and rational person and 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 I think that you kind of need her when you're having. A, a show a discourse of, yeah. of political views and um, she's leaving because the show like like all shows they were doing they were filming from remote um, and she after I guess I don't know if this was before like right when coronavirus started she moved to DC she had her daughter and now when the show comes back next uh, in the fall mm-hmm. for the next season, um, they're gonna be back in New York, and apparently she doesn't want to move back to New York, so
3: she's staying on the show,
1: So, no, I, I have no idea who they're gonna repl- like, who's gonna be the conservative.
3: I can't imagine. I can't even think.
1: Voice, and it, you know what? It, it, it's it, it's a li- it's a bit of a difficult casting because you want someone obviously that's conservative and gonna talk about conservative mm-hmm. values, but you also don't want somebody who's gonna be fighting with Joy Behar all the time, right? Because I, I have to tell you that even. Megan, when she would fight with Joy, mm-hmm. like the first thirty seconds of it are hilarious, but then after a while, it's very uncomfortable. It's yeah. like,
3: can, it's like can just move on. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, my moment. So, yeah. okay, okay. Now we're thirsty.
3: I'm so sleepy.
1: <laughs> we're recording l- later than usual. <laughs> uh, if you want, I could continue with my presidential discourse.
3: I don't think that's going to help the sleepiness. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because I could talk about presidents in American history That's for quite true. some time.
3: I don't know, but I think by the time you get to Taft, I'll be asleep.
1: By Taft? Uh, the president after uh, Roosevelt? Sure. Yes. It's
3: the first president to have a telephone in the White House. Really? Yes. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, did Alexander Graham Bell bring it to him personally? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well,
1: actually Oh,
3: President Taft here. Wait, 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 wait.
1: Do you want a really interesting a really interesting little tidbit? The
3: Brilliant. White House
1: was one of the first places to have a phone number. So was I mean, it one? It was a one. Really? Yes. Well, I guess you know when you're the first. I. that's so like can you imagine just dialing one?
3: Like And they didn't have like, area like, codes like, back then. I know. Either. <laughs> huh? They didn't even have area codes back then. No. I know. But you know what? They would dial one. And you know somebody would dial, like, very quickly, and they'd be like, hello? Be like, oh, I'm sorry. I wanted 11.
1: Oh. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah. Sorry. I think you wanted two. <laughs> yeah, But think about that. It's like, so incomplete, one. Hi. And then there was that weird period with telephones where people would call me like, hi, can you connect me to, like... 1242B or some bullshit like that. And it's like, what was that about? <laughs> well, the, the little switchboard? Yeah, why were we throwing numbers and
1: letters together? <laughs> well, that was before the telephone grid. Yeah, but
3: like, why? They, they ran out of numbers?
1: That actually, uh, you got me there. I don't know too much about the history, <laughs> the evolution of the, the telecommunications. telecommunications in the U.S. I do know that AT&T is a very old company. Oh, yeah. They've been around since like the 1800s. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I, I don't know, I thought AT&T came out in like 1966, but it, it didn't.
3: I'm trying. To, yeah. I thought, felt like I knew something, but I don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, and I love with like all these older presidents, it was like the Whig Party.
3: Okay. I love the Whig Party. Yeah.
1: The Federalists.
3: Yeah. They the, made those papers. Yeah.
1: And then we would take a lot of people's pickles when they knew, when they find out that it was the Democratic Republic Party, <laughs> Republican Party, that both the Democrats and Republicans at one point were a party. Or one like a party.
3: Chew on that.
1: Yeah, vete. That's why I got to know your history. Look
3: how things change.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um, I could go on about presidents <laughs> forever. I oh, know.
3: Let's do the last sodas. Wow. Well, because I'm, I just on to thank
1: our, our listeners, if you've made it this far, <laughs> because, you know, usually for our shows, we're very prepared and we're very like, whatever. And not that we weren't prepared for this one, but different things happened. That, Today, the day got away from us. Yes, we were all both very busy on other matters and we are recording at a much, much later time than usual. <laughs> um let's just say that if you are the type of listener that listens to our podcast first thing on friday mornings it will probably be in a couple of hours so you're welcome you're welcome you wanted it fresh you can't get fresher than as this. darwin our boy darwin says fresh or fresh, fresh, or fresh. so you can't get any like your last soda
3: Oh my goodness! My last soda. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, so actually, this week I binged a podcast uh, called "You Must Remember This," mm-hmm. and but more specifically, they did a series within the within this, the show called "Gossip Girls," and it told the story of basically the first Hollywood. Maria Gochita Alonso. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> all about her. Uh, no, it was about the first Hollywood gossip columnists, uh, Luella Parsons and Hedda Hopper. <laughs> And it was nine. Part. Heather Hopper. Hedda Hopper.
1: Wait, who's Heather Hopper? Heather uh, Hopper is was from... from the Morning, <laughs> Mr. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Amazing <laughs> that we know that.
3: And just pulled it out of your ass, um, but no, it was just it was um, it was a nine part story. I binged it in like two days. Um, it was just really interesting to see like the evolution of the the whole Hollywood gossip era, and more than that, like one, like a Hopper at one point was even in like the pocket of uh, of Hoover like J. Edgar Hoover, and they basically conspired to... Or maybe Herbert Hoover? No, 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 it was J. Edgar. Like, Herbert Hoover, the president? No, no, J. Edgar, the cross-dresser from the mm. FBI. No, I was trying to pull in presidents. Over. I know, but I'm trying to stay on course a little bit. Um, but they conspired, basically, to get Charlie Chaplin out of the country. And so, she, you know, just it was. it's very interesting how it ties into, like, a lot of historical moments, like McCarthyism and all that wonderful jazz, so...
1: Yeah. Ameri- it's American history it, it was is July. American Apple history
3: pie. exactly donuts <laughs> well that's great
1: that's wonderful so I'm actually giving my last <laughs> soda to donuts
3: in there for no reason
1: <laughs> yeah I mean donuts donuts are American aren't are they? they aren't they Belgian they may have I'm, I could talk to you about all these presidents <laughs> but I don't know the origin of the donuts um they may come originally from Belgium, but let me tell you something. A donut stuffed with cream, with buttercream, then topped with chocolate is an American thing. That is very true. That is, you know. That is extremely true.
3: You don't get more American than that. You
1: don't get more American than that. You know, a Boston cream pie donut. You know, I mean,
3: for God's sake, we put a burger between two donuts. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: They're not doing that in Belgium. No. I can assure you that. No, no. So... Well, my actual last soda goes out to Cuban guys. Cuban guys, okay. yes. Cuban guys, the the <laughs> restaurant chain.
3: Not <laughs> all of the Cuban guys. Not all the, in, the Cuban the guys.
1: <laughs> yes, to us. <laughs> to us, um, no. Seriously, I give it out to the Cuban guys because the C- Cuban guys, uh, their truck uh, was actually this week at the oh, right. um, collapse site, mm-hmm. and they were giving. Free food to the first responders and to the volunteers and just to everybody there. And you know, I I think it's very important. Obviously, when community partners and such mm-hmm. a you know thing like human guys that it's very local and right, 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 right. it's it's you know buy you know buy Miami right, buy us f- for us type yes. of thing. Yeah. Um, so. They showed up in in a time that they were very much near, which they've done before. They've yeah. done in other events before, but specifically in this event, they showed up, um, and that's that's very important because our our community right now is going through, yeah. you know, very one rough. of the most tragic, just awful events uh, that I can think of at least locally yeah, that yeah. we have gone through. Um, I, I I think that the only thing that I can think of locally is maybe Hurricane Andrew. Um,
3: yeah I mean, but that and that was also a broader you know it affected more people right, directly,
1: right um, well, yes, it did obviously did more affect more people, but in terms of like a community that we that came all, together because I mean this is just awful, so yeah. um you know, my hat's off to them or you know soda to them um for really showing up and helping people in such a terrible time, a terrible yeah. situation,
3: so yeah. I think that brings us to the end of the show. I think I see the sun rising.
1: Yeah. Who's your favorite president? My favorite president? Yeah. I please don't tell me it's Ronald Reagan.
3: Ronald Reagan's stock has I don't know. I don't think I've given it much thought in terms of who's my favorite. You have president. never thought
1: about who your favorite president is? Because this is something I think about all the
3: time. Really? <laughs> Do you did we just meet? That's true. We just had like a thirty minute conversation about this. I don't know that I have a favorite president. I mean, I like Grover's name. He's one of my favorite Muppets. That is your favorite president.
1: Good grief. Um, I have a couple okay. before we go. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt is up there. Um, Wait, I, you know what? I like FDR because nobody knew he was in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's certainly the most accomplished president yeah, in terms of long. you know turning <laughs> yeah. things around. Um, I really like uh, Lyndon B. Johnson okay. because I think that he had such a complicated presidency. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really, really, really quick. Uh, we know that, as we know, mm-hmm. he uh, became president after John F. Kennedy was assassinated. Right. So he finished Kennedy's term. Then he ran one but then after his first full term, he didn't run for re-election. And he could have. He was done. He could have because he would have technically done three terms, but he could have. Mm. Um, the thing with him was that he he has such a complicated legacy because mm. he, um, he was the one who sort of, in terms of the executive mm. branch, pioneered civil rights in the U.S. Oh. Yeah. Um, it was him. So it, 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 what he did for civil rights at the time, we had the right president at the right time right. to put forward civil rights move, move um, forward. in the 60s. But then, so so obviously that's a huge achievement mm-hmm. and a, a huge win for him in terms of his legacy. Mm-hmm. But then he really fucked up Vietnam. And he was very overwhelmed with Vietnam. And Vietnam is a reason he decided not to run again. So it's like mm. a very complicated legacy. I also like Harry Truman. Harry Truman was the first president to put in, I believe it an executive order, to desegregate the military. Mm. So there, there, there's been a lot of very, you know, because mm. I think that a presidency, you know, we all have our opinions and we all have our views, but I think that a presidency is really judged by, did this person stand up for, the challenges you had, the unique challenges you had at that place in time. Right. You know, what whatever was thrown at us as a mm-hmm. country, did this pre- president rise to the occasion and do what they needed to do? I right. think that's how you really capture a presidential legacy. And, um, you know, a lot of them have mm-hmm. and a lot of them have not. <laughs> so Such as it is. We will leave it at that. So... Well, on that note, we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. And thank you so much for sticking with the us in this uh, unusual episode. <laughs> I'm Halfway through, I just got so, tired. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and for you, your cafecito. I need two of them. And uh, we will... Catch you next week. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great weekend. Have a great 4th of July weekend. Uh, 245 years. Happy birthday, America. (laughs) Happy birthday.
3: Bye. Bye. Better let me tell you is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme Better Let Me Tell You freestyle is composed by Michael Angelo the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.
1: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ